Um, hello, everyone, and welcome to Nice to Meet You. This is your host, Simone, and this is a podcast of conversations with friends and strangers where we talk about life and lessons learned along the way. Today, we have a panel episode, and this panel will be on dating. It's lit. Um, so, let's see. I'm going to read the little snippet. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got this, fam. Take your time, It's all you. Go ahead. <laughs> Dating and relationships have been redefined in many ways in the past couple decades or even past few years. The invention of dating apps and the shift away from monogamy are two commonly discussed ways that we can see those redefinitions. How many of us experience love, dating, and relationships has changed from the way that our parents and their parents experienced them. Today, we have with us four panelists from a bunch of different backgrounds to explore different perspectives on the current culture around dating. So if you guys could please introduce yourself and tell everybody about like um, your current status and then your ideal first date. Wow. However, who else wants to start? Which way we start? Nose game. Michelle, you're Go ahead, Michelle. Oh. <laughs> you got this. Okay, I didn't grow up on those games, so. <laughs> so you feel I'm set feeling, up. But, right, I feel like. You feel okay. set up. Um, my name is Michelle. I am currently in a relationship. We've been together for six years. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. Shit. That's long as shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's long, you're right. That, that was, it's long as shit. Um, and uh, let me see. How? What was the ideal first ideal date? First ideal date. first date. Um, my ideal first date is something. Oh God! Any anything that'll get us talking. So uh, honestly, we could just go out for coffee. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go next? All right, I, I'll go. Okay. That's okay. Uh, what are we doing? Oh, name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, status. Name, my name is Koi. Current status is in a relationship with this individual right here Shelby she'll introduce herself in a little bit my ideal first date was actually what we did which is getting brunch really oh hell yeah oh well I guess because you planned it <laughs> man so, I, yeah. honestly <laughs> I planned some of the best first dates I'm not gonna lie Ooh, I'll, I'll compete with <laughs> why you why was it you wanna, yeah, I'll compete with you <laughs> why is it ideal because <laughs> A it involves alcohol B it involves good food and C it involves what Michelle was talking about introducing conversation mm. so and it's early enough in the day to figure out if you want to spend more time with that person as opposed to dinner. So, you know, if we go out for dinner, you might feel pressured to have to go over that person's house afterwards. Mm. With brunch, you have <laughs> the ability <laughs> to leave early. Michelle's like, I would or never. Stay late. <laughs> or, or stay <laughs> late. So I'd that you can do, you can do like, more stuff never. after the brunch. So that's my ideal first date. That's very strategic. I didn't realize you, know? you planned it out. So <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like that. Um, so I'm Shelby. I'm Koi's partner. And yeah, I guess I'd say like my ideal first date is as long as I'm in nature doing something just like related to the earth. So for our first date, we actually ended up going to the Cherry Blossom Festival. Um, that was not planned. That's that dope. just like happened. That's what you think. I because it was my idea. It was a multi-layered, <laughs> multi-layered date. It just so happened that way, and I yeah, just being out in nature was like I yeah. don't know, it's very grounding, and you get to know someone on like their emotional level too. Hi, I'm DeAndre. Um, are we saying anything besides our oh my like relationship yeah, status? Relationship yeah, status. I am um, not single. I am non-monogamous slash polyamorous slash whatever you want to say. Um, so I've been with one partner for two and a half years, and I recently just started seeing someone else on a consistent basis, and we've been seeing each other 
I've never thought about this because it's like still pretty new. Mm-hmm. I think we've been seeing each other for like four, three, four months so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely like it feels like it's going somewhere. You know, it feels mm-hmm. like one of those that's gonna stick mm-hmm. around for a while. So cool. Um, before I was doing this, I was a aggressive serial monogamist. Right. Aggressive serial <laughs> <monogamous>. <laughs> yeah. Aggressively. Oh, my first date. Um, my other first date has I. <laughs> I'll I'll compete with Koi. I I have like I'm a strict two, like two sort of part policy. Ooh. I. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I want to like my ideal first date is like doing something that involves like food and drink, mm-hmm. and then like some sort of activity after that. Yeah. So like, I I'll do like a classic DC date for me is like um, dinner somewhere like in Dupont Circle, and then mm-hmm. like maybe at like Mission or something, and then going to like boardroom afterwards mm-hmm. for like cool. for like drinks and board games or. Um, or like something, and then like ice cream at Jubilee in Southeast. Jubilee is so good. Yes. Yo, when you when it's you can get Jenny's. yeah, Jenny's gives me bubblegum. Yo, fuck Jenny's. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Jenny's. Jubilee on the water, like you like you go and like get some ice cream popping and like get talking with somebody. Yeah, it's a wrap. I, I'll definitely echo Michelle. Like I need conversation as a must because that's like you know can't go forward if we're not kicking it. Right. Yeah. You have like a oh sorry. Do I say <laughs> you want to keep talking? You specific because uh, I know some people have like specific date spots they go to. I know I had one. Yeah, a Jubilee's big for me. I like boardroom. Yeah. Um, I see. I used to be taking these people to my spots, like my spot spots. But then I realized that I I gotta stop doing that because I see I see my exes at my spots. Now. Yeah, because they uh, take them. Yeah, because I took them there, up. and that's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Um, like oh, oh I heard wow. about this spot. But, it's like no, you heard it from your ex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I really like I like um, Bombay street food. Mm, I love. That's our shit. That's our shit. That's our spot. Should we kick it? Bombay street. We went. We went to that joint when it first opened. Saku ramen. I think that's a good oh, first date yes. spot. Saku graduation um, dinner. Hey, we went. Yeah. <laughs> our our <laughs> parents took us out for graduation. Okay, so we're gonna be friends. But do I say my relationship status? Yeah, please. Yeah, sure do. I don't know what, what it is, but I go can ahead. ask you. What about you, Simone? <laughs> <laughs> always, always, always a bridesmaid. Um, <laughs> single, twenty four seven, three six five. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm pretty yeah single. Love being single. Uh, wow, that sounded sad. I actually really do love being single. So. You, I need sad. that type of freedom. Honestly. Do you think? Yeah. Are you single like legit? Because like that's just how you want to be. I mean, like, how do we? How do you answer that question? Like, no, well, I don't. Because <laughs> some people are like, no, some people are like, I yeah. want to be no, single, like, and actually, I'm not looking actually, for anything. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't really know what I'm looking for right now. So it just, mm. it's the best just to be That's single, fire. like, you know, like, yeah, fire. Like, people, basically. people that don't know what they're looking for can really fuck people up. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they do that regularly. Regularly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my ideal first date is um, <laughs> so. <laughs> so i was thinking about twitter because i always say like the pre-date is like you know like a bad thing kind of but i kind of like enjoy like the happy hour pre-date oh, wait pre-date. what's a pre-date, yeah, what's yeah. A pre-date? It's like, okay so like an actual date in my opinion is going out to dinner sitting across from each other like doing some sort of like activity that's like structured like for like a couple mm. as far as like other things it's just like you're just spending time together so like the happy hour like pre-date i call that like a pre-date because i don't consider it an actual date 
Simone, can I keep it a thousand with you? Yeah. I fucking hate happy hour dates. I think they're kind of trash. Too. I hate them. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you, like, like if you took me to happy hour on a date, I'd be like, oh, she doesn't, she doesn't like me. Oh. I just feel like I, I it's a it safe like a environment. I just like, feel like I it's safe. That. I'm sorry. What you no, it's like I understand that. All right. Yeah, like I feel but. like it's like a safe, comfortable, like okay, like we can get talking. Like um, I don't know. But when like, are we, just, when are we gonna eat? You eat at happy hour. Wait. You eat at happy hour. You eat You guys don't eat at happy hour. Yeah, yeah we do, yes. but that's not like dinner. You're doing it all wrong. Wait, if you're not eating but I gotta happy eat, hour, I gotta eat like the, the shitty bar nachos. Coffee shop for a pre-date. Because there's no alcohol that's at the coffee shop. Though. Do you do you ask them what's the difference when you though? say, "Oh, well, do you want to go on a pre-date"? I, no, I don't have to go on dates. What's all right? So then, <laughs> wait. So how do you orchestrate the pre-date if you don't ask people on dates? Most most guys will just be like, "Hey, let's meet at this bar." So do they classify it as a pre-date, or do you classify as a pre-date and they think it's a real date? That's, I that's a real no, question. I, I, think that's, I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. They probably think it's a real date. Simone yeah. shows up and she's like, you know this is a pre-date. This <laughs> <laughs> ain't a date. So, okay, so uh, can you tell me about the, the difference in your mindset of a wait, pre-date? Wait, wait, let's get into the question. Wait, what? I was like, can you tell me about the difference between, like, in, in your mindset of a pre-date versus, like, a date date? Is there any difference in how you're approaching the situation? Um, Maybe what I wear. Ooh, that's about it. Yeah, understandable. Like, what you, you be like, wearing? Yeah, like what? Like, what? Well, like, like, so um, are you sexier on pre date or on date? It's probably a date. Have right? you seen me? I, Sexy I, I all the time. Like, I'm have... <laughs> <laughs> sleep. <laughs> all right, so all right see you while a while. Google Doc to yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, dating. That's our first um, segment. Um, we have three segments. Should I? No, I'll just. Okay. Whatever. Our first segment is dating. <laughs> so, I want to know what are your favorite and like least favorite parts about dating? Obviously, we talked about um, whether you guys agree with predates or not. <laughs> it's not a thing. But it <laughs> doesn't exist. Them. You just made it up. <laughs> But if it's not a date, but you're going out and with the intention of dating, then what is it? A date. Right? It's, it's a date. <laughs> What's well, a, a really like, shitty date? A like, date is a date. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. If you have the intention of dating, you're going out on a date. <laughs> so, I feel like this sounds like, you know those posts on Twitter, it's like, is this a date? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like, yes, it's a date. Like, is it if a you date think it's a date, it's a date. I have a very strict, like, this is a date. Thing. But that's the person you're going on. Okay, this is with? answering the question, y'all. Oh, sorry. Can I tell you like, what, what was Okay, the so what are your favorite <laughs> and then least favorite parts about dating? Okay. This. In terms of <laughs> like dating while in a relationship or dating in general? Dating in general. Like when you're starting out just meeting someone. Uh, you just added a whole new layer, though. I know. You <laughs> did, <laughs> though. Exactly. We'll dating, talk about relationships in a bit. Dating in a relationship is different. Um, Yeah, which is, yeah, that's true. My, well, I'm sorry, the least favorite is meeting up with someone and realizing that you're not going to click whatsoever and having to suffer through that whole date because i've had dates like that where we would go out i mean there was this one joint we went out for uh empanadas and you could tell from the get-go that there was not gonna it just wasn't gonna work yeah it wasn't gonna work like we talked for a second and i was like mm. our energy is not the same mm-hmm. so we had to drag that date out for about 45 minutes and i got this got the check paid separately and then I left. Ooh, Ooh Corey. <laughs> you dirty dog. <laughs> it's a whole other topic. I know. Are we, do you have a question about paying? I don't, but we can talk about okay. that. Okay. Well, I, well, no, very, like, I have a very Does anybody help else have, like, you know, like, least, like any yeah. other things that they, like, are pet peeves or cons or pros about 
dating. I think dating is just hard, man. Yeah, I think it's it like, I think, I don't know if any of y'all like have done the app dating because you've been doing a thing for six years. So did well, you? We did you coast? On, we actually met on that. Okay. What well, what app did you meet on? Hinge. Hinge. Actually, so a hey, sponsor us Hinge. <laughs> we're looking for a sponsorship. Yo, give some more money. <laughs> Two years strong. Let's go. Um, like that's what pay for, pays for the wine. So. Right. <laughs> uh, both of my partners currently I've met on dating apps and. Yeah, I think that there's just, like, a lot of, like, shit that comes with that. That's weird. I think, like, what Koi said, like, yeah, suffering through a date where you know there's no chemistry is terrible. That's another reason why I do the two-part date, because then, at like, when we're transitioning, when we're changing locations, I'm like, oh, do you, like, are you feeling about doing the next thing, or do you want to call it, you know? Mm. And then I think it's, like, an out. If Have you, you like, ever um, had someone call an out, but then you went on absolutely. a second date? Yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, actually, I'm feeling tired. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, cool. That's then we cool. like, we can both stop now. And yeah. Keep the future. But yeah, I think, and I think the weirdness of like overthinking for me on, speci- specifically as it relates to dating apps, is like, I spend a lot of time, like, I get a match with somebody and like, we're talking. And for, as we all know, any reason whatsoever, they can stop talking to me. And, but I'll like, like, it might be like a very not important decision for them, but it's a decision that like I think about, you know, yeah. like for a long time. Is it like, are you thinking about what made them stop talking? Yeah, to like, you? like, Definitely. damn, am I not popping? Like, yeah, um, like, was it like, am I boring or were like? But in reality, people stop talking for whatever reason, you know, mm-hmm. like they, like, and a lot of times those reasons have nothing to do with the person that they're talking to. Right. What about you, Michelle? Um, I just, uh, well, I'm not a very trusting person, so just rebuilding, I don't know, like, trust with someone, like, I'm even iffy about kissing people. It's like, I I don't know, I think people are so quick to do things like that, and I'm like, wait, but I'm not ready, and it just takes me, like, a really long time to get physical with people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of people don't have the patience for that, so dating is awful yeah. for me. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, yeah, we, we be trying to fuck too. Oh, 100%. We be, we be, like, well, we be trying to fuck. I just feel like, like with women, it's like, it's a different, like, for I sure. just, it's not emotional investment. Yeah. yeah. And well, I'm just saying like, di- like, I feel like, especially just, I don't know. Like, I feel like, <laughs> Women, like, if in the lesbian community, I feel like it's so quick to happen. Like, mm. everything is so quick. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, and my world is spinning. So it's just, I don't like quickness. I like to take my time. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. What about you, Shelby? Having to give the same spiel, like, over and over again. Like, and as I was saying with, like, emotional investment, like, there are a lot of things about who I am that I want to make clear. But some of those things are a little heavy for the first date. So having the patience to, like, you know, decide if I want to move forward with telling someone certain things about me and just, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of emotional investment, but I think when you're dating, you're essentially signing up for that and you get to choose the pace. You get to pick, you know, your boundaries and how much you want to share. So it's like a balancing mm-hmm. act for sure. I feel that. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, what about you, Simone? What about me? Yeah. What are my what, least favorite parts about dating? We didn't um, talk about our favorite parts yet. She don't like the pre That is Fuck the damn pre dates. Um, I don't know. I I have fun pretty much like anywhere that I go. Y'all know that about me. So I don't think like um I think it's when someone doesn't know how to have a conversation is what mm. bothers me, or when someone isn't like 
as assertive as I would like them to be, then that mm. bothers me. So it's like, those are like, I guess, um, things that'll matter later down the line. Mm. So yeah, other than that, I think I've, I've yeah. Should we say favorite um, things? Yeah, favorite yeah. parts. Favorite? Go ahead, oh, my favorite is just like trying new restaurants and stuff. Mm. Mm. Also just, I just like being taken out. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you like being taken out. Now we're going to who splits the bill. But uh, favorite? Favorite, um, I think the, when it goes well, like that's like that's my favorite part when you have mm-hmm. a date that you just like really connect with somebody because yeah. I feel like that's so for me it feels kind of like one in a million but when it does happen it's just like damn like that was a good ass date yeah. like you just feel very I feel like I feel very fulfilled I want to derail the conversation a little bit just um online dating I feel like does that make it harder to like to feel like there are like um plenty of fish in the sea where it's like the fish are like mostly dead <laughs> Um, <laughs> this, is that like not even barely waiting in the definitely, water? Definitely not mostly dead. Yeah, they're definitely inside. Okay, inside. <laughs> there's a lot of potential in terms of online dating. I mean, yeah, like Tinder fucking sucks. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Tinder is not a dating app. It's, not, it's a hookup app, right? right? But some people are on there actually looking for relationships. But those are far. It's very weird how that. Far between. It's weird how that happened though, man. Because like when Tinder first came out, that wasn't what it was. I feel like yeah. it was for dating, but then. I feel like once other dating apps got introduced, like Hinge and stuff, yeah. then that's when Tinder started getting it's slotted. Yeah, because like, well, I feel like Tinder like picked up. Well, the other dating apps picked up the issues that Tinder was having because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, like oh, like just the way that dating is structured, it's like the male is in charge. So a lot of the other dating app took dating app like dating apps took up that, and we're like, oh, mm-hmm. let's like put more, I guess, equality into the dating field for at least yeah. like hetero- heterosexual relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, how about you agree? I mean, like, we met on a dating app, and you say you also met on a dating Both app. Both of my partners, partners, yeah, right? and and my my uh, partner of two and a half years, my longer-term partner, mm-hmm. like, we met on Tinder. Yeah, and you like know? I said, we met on Hinge, and I'm, I would always say it's a more classier version of Tinder, because, <laughs> I mean, the reason why is because it provides, like, prompts for you to answer, and it's not like, okay, Cupid, okay, Cupid isn't good, by the way. Heavy disagree. But, you really? Don't, I I never fucked with OkCupid. Okay Heavy disagree. I never I, had a good time. I'm a new there. I'm a new time <laughs> user of OkCupid, okay um, and that's how I, actually how I met my second partner. Interesting. And um, one thing that OkCupid okay does that mm-hmm. other platforms do not do surprisingly is let you like optimize for non-monogamy. Mm. Yeah, I yeah they do do that. Man. Like other places like Tinder and stuff, you just kind of like got you got to like stick it in your bio, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. And um, whereas like OkCupid's okay like okay. What do you look like? Mm-hmm. How are you like looking for a monogamous thing, a non-monogamous thing? And it's like, it's good. It's easier for I think screening purposes, like legit, because like, yeah. a lot of people. I mean, if you're not, if you're not down to like be in a non-monogamous relationship, then obviously like, we can't be together, and right. so that weeds out like ninety percent of people probably. So. Yeah. That's my solidly my solidly an estimate. <laughs> what about you, Michelle? Wait, you don't do dating apps, never mind. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't. Do All right, Shelby. Well, you do dating apps, or you did dating apps. I did. Yeah, I would say with dating apps is you can get as specific as you want to get. So, like we were saying with OkCupid, like I think it's important to have the boundaries of what you want, but I also think it's easy for a lot of people to get too wrapped up in their ideal version of what they want someone to be, mm-hmm. and then they go online and they're like, it's almost like online shopping at that point. So you really like, yeah, it's all about the balance. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I guess back to favorite parts of dating. Was I the only one to answer that? I answered it too. Oh, okay, cool. But the remainder of the panel. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I honestly <laughs> really did not like dating. Um, <laughs> I'm but from, yeah. oh wait, I did so like, much. I love serving new looks. Like, okay, I so like, that. because when you, right now I live with my girlfriend. So she's seen every look. <laughs> I've got to think of new looks, but she's seen really all of them. <laughs> but when you're dating someone, like every time you come up on the scene, they're like, whoa, yeah. new hair, new hair. So I kind of like that. I like being hyped up. So <laughs> that's the favorite part about dating. <laughs> So yeah, I would say the food, just like bopping around the city, trying new things and like yeah. seeing the city from somebody so else's perspective. So she can say it. So she can say it. You're like, yo, this is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, let me let you finish. Oh, yeah, just, just bopping around, just doing, seeing, yeah, seeing the city from other people's perspectives and just, yeah, even stealing people's spots. I would say it's kind of fun. <laughs> wait, what do you mean? Wait, so, what are you so, so, so oh, oh, you mean like... Uh, well, because I'm with you, it's not stolen, uh, but I would definitely go there on my own. Fam, you, know? you gotta, oh, you just, you just gotta be careful, man, because I used, I used to be busting them out for like date one and two, and now like we're not going to my spots until like... <laughs> wait, you know. why y'all keep claiming spots? It's because a you... public place. <laughs> no, no, because it's it's the person didn't know about Yes, yes. And I, the last person that I, uh, that I dated that I'm no longer dating, like, she was new to to the city, mm-hmm. so so you know I got to be like, yo, wow. check it out, yeah. like this is DC, like these are the hot spots, I'm and I was, sure you liked that. oh yeah, I did, yeah. but I made a mistake. It was great, but now but now I be seeing her, right? Okay. Like, do you, do you say hi when you see her? No, we don't say How hi. You like this spot I showed you. Yeah. <laughs> we do not say hi. We are not like. You know what? <laughs> this is the funny thing is that we still follow each other on social media. Interesting. So she will see when I eventually repost this, like this podcast, and be like, "Yo, I was on this podcast." So if you're listening, hi. But <laughs> but hey, shout uh, out her. Shout out you. But, hey girl. <laughs> but no, we we had a weird breakup, and mm. and it was like she did it like via text, and it was like mm. odd. So it, I don't think that we definitely didn't end on good terms. Mm. So we so we don't speak when we see each other, which is sad. Yeah. Koi, what's your favorite part of dating? I like the initial thrill of the first date Mm -hmm. um, because you really don't know what you're going into. Like I said, it can either be a really shitty date or, like you said, it can Mm -hmm. be one a million. I hate that so much. I I love that. I I just love the variableness of it. I love going to be like, damn, this could be the one or this could Mm -hmm. be the zero. Mm -hmm. Right? (laughs) Y'all might have said this, but how long have you been together? Two years. Um, and our first date story is hilarious, but we can get into that another time. Mm-hmm. But I didn't take her to one of my spots, actually. I chose a new spot. He learned before DeAndre did. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah, no, you can leverage the, you can still leverage the, like, this is a new spot to both. Because that's, that's fun, too, if it's a new spot it for is, both of you. Yeah. And so. Um, because I usually take girls to, like, this ramen spot. Because, you know, mm. then they're like, oh, you like ramen? I'm like, yeah, let me show you the higher classification of ramen. Wow. Like, oh, my God. So you missed a bougie with <laughs> yeah, the ramen. Exactly. <laughs> but we went to a Filipino restaurant for our first date. Was it? It was uh, Purple Patch. Oh. Mm-hmm. Purple Patch that is so love God it. damn good. <laughs> I would take, I would do Purple Patch for our first date. Purple Patch, it's a cute date. Because I don't be going there a lot, but I do love it. Yeah, and if you get a reservation, put your name on it. So it's it's a cute area to hang out. Whoever listening to this, Purple Patch, y'all welcome. (laughs) I'm giving you business. Yo, give some more money. (laughs) Koi's just like free advertising. (laughs) The the initial thrill is really what is really what. Really, this Um, this is just going to be a panel about where to go in DC. Yeah, (laughs) just rename this to potential date spots. So one thing I want to talk about before we wrap up this section 
is what did you guys learn about dating growing up? Like, how did you think that you were supposed to be taken out? Growing up. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't learn anything about dating growing up. Right. Honestly, like truly. My parents did not love each other. They make this open. They married and they did not love each other. They married Damn. for other reasons. Um, so, I mean, now they're not together, but like, did they, did they figure out, like, did they get what they wanted out of it? Um, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> but I just say that to say, I didn't even know how to like give affection. I didn't know. So for a long time, people would be like, you want to go out with me? I'd be like, yeah, because I just thought that was the thing to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I could reject people. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I didn't learn shit about dating. <laughs> Michelle, you and I are very similar in that aspect because I don't really go grow up with affection like that. Mm-hmm. So trying to maneuver dating or relationships, I really didn't know what the hell I was doing because my parents were also divorced when I was like four. So oh, wow. I didn't know shit and they always fought a lot. So um, I really had to learn how to date on my own, which caused a lot of issues. It definitely right? does. It definitely caused a lot of issues. And to all the people I fucked around with, I apologize. But it was it was tough. And I mean, I'm still learning now at 25 years old and I feel like you're always learning in a relationship regardless but yeah it's tough yeah. growing up in a house doesn't really teach you how to show affection or date correctly right yeah. it's definitely trial and error I think I I grew up knowing like knowing what I absolutely didn't want out of dating and I think that helped me navigate like what I wouldn't accept but I mean yeah like there's all these expectations and like you have the fantasy like oh the person who asks you out is going to pay for everything and like you're just there to enjoy it but I think like as I've matured I'm seeing it more as like it's a give and take situation like it's not just one person doing everything if you want it to be an exchange it has to be both people contributing equally or as equally as they can so yeah I don't know it's very like expectations versus reality yeah I think concurring I mean I I definitely never got like a a guideline from my caretakers about like what I should be doing in terms of dating and if we're talking about like literal like going on dates I didn't do that until like I after I graduated college because I had a long time high school girlfriend and we dated until like freshman or sophomore year of college Mm -hmm. and then I was single for like a year or so in college and I didn't go on any dates and then I had a college girlfriend that I was like I dated for most of college so I didn't hit tinder until like after college and I went on my first date in like 2017 wow and and so but if we're talking about just like what like being in a relationship and modeling that still the answer is no (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah no I I I wish that somebody would have been like yeah but I, I did have like very traditional sort of like I'm from the South, so, like, very Southern mm-hmm. kind of, like, conventions about dating. Like, on my first date, when I was fucking 23, <laughs> I, like, I was, like, damn, I got, like, I, yeah, I got, like, I'm paying for this, whatever, whatever. And it was, yeah. it was a Tinder date. True. Yeah. That was my, like, my first ass date. Where in the South are you from? I'm uh, born and raised in Fayetteville, North Carolina. What? I have family in Fayetteville. Nice. Yeah. It's lit. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, like, my family is actually from that part of North Carolina. Nice. Yeah, I don't know if you know the town. It's like Saragorda, but it's like... Yeah. Yeah, that's where my family is like literally from. It's that, from Saragorda. That's dope. Yeah, no, yeah. I I was born and raised in Fayetteville, North Carolina. That's dope. And um, 
I went to school in Raleigh, North Carolina. So yeah. I, I went on my first date in New Orleans, which was the first place Ooh, I went. Ooh, I love New Orleans. That's, yeah, still, <laughs> that's a fun place. It's a great place, um, but it was, I lived there for six months. It's a great happy hour date, by the way, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. We, we went to a bar at like like 10.30 p.m. Wow. It's, it was weird because she I actually thought she was standing me up, and I was crushed because it was like my first date. Mm. But um, she fell asleep. And then she, she woke up. No, no, she woke up. <laughs> okay, okay. Yo, no, can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. can you imagine? No, no, okay. she, she fell asleep and she woke up and she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry," because we were Damn. supposed to go at like seven. Right. Mm. Okay. And and then mm. she was like, "I still want to get together, whatever, whatever." So and how did the date go? It was good. Well, so we we became good friends in New Orleans. I was only in New Orleans for six months because I was there for a fellowship, mm. but and it was like I said, it was my first date, and so I didn't really know how to be like I and I still don't really know the answer to the question of how to be on dates because I think that that I thought that I was supposed to be like flirty or like whatever but the reality is that I don't really flirt I don't really know how to flirt all Mm. I know is how to be like an authentic version of who I am and Mm. then if someone fucks with that then like I guess we can end up like chilling or whatever but um so I didn't I was like contending with how do I be on this date like is it am I do I do I need to be doing something differently, um, but she was I mean like, she was great she was like very talkative shout out Daria, um, <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah I mean she's like in New Orleans whatever and, she, and we're and we're and like we're still friends we like we like nothing ever happened romantically between us but mm-hmm. we like hung out at least like a dozen more times after that in New Orleans so that's dope so now we will move over to the relationship oh, segment of this podcast. Yeah. Um, so what I want to talk about first is what does a relationship give you? Basically, like, how do you need to be supported? And, like, what do you look for when you're, like, starting a relationship? Great. <laughs> that's the hardest question, man. That's, there's a lot of layers to that. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, should I, like, layer <laughs> <laughs> so what are you looking for? Ask, the, you? ask the first question. Okay, so, yeah. so the first question, the first question is what does a relationship give you? Nothing I can't give myself. Ooh, okay. talk about it. <laughs> talk about it. Yes. It's, it's like a question. You know, it's a yeah, question. Yeah. And it's like you're enjoying the life you already have with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't but know. you're saying that because that that's not how most relationships are. Yes. <laughs> that's how they should yes, be. Yes. Exactly. But that's not how most And you also touched on the performance of it, too. I think, like, when you're dating, there's a lot of pressure to have it be performance-based. Yes. But, yeah, I don't know. My hope is that my relationship, like romantic and otherwise, is like it's authentic. Mm-hmm. I don't have to try that hard. Well, I mean, there's work. I mean, there's like performance, but yeah, and also like it's just supposed to be in addition to whatever we got going on. Like, I never want to put all of my stock into one relationship that's not myself, because then what happens if I can't rely on that person? Like, yeah. I have to rely on myself first. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's Feel all that. fun. That was good. <laughs> Alright, so next question. Um, <laughs> I mean, what is it really? I for me, um, I think that this my answer before I started living with my girlfriend would have is would have been different than what my answer is now. Before I was just like, I just want somebody who's fun. <laughs> they give me a good time. But um, I don't know. I just feel like uh it's gotten to the point where she, like she's definitely my person. So I just I honestly just need someone to bounce life off of like I just need someone to like that's a consistent like that's a constant thing Mm -hmm. um 
So that's just what I need. Someone who's consistent. I think that the answer has evolved for me. I think that I like when I was when I like had girlfriends and like high school and college, I definitely was like quick to make them my everything, quote unquote. And I think that I've had to learn to come closer to what Shelby was saying about like I think a relationship should be like someone that like supports you and you experience life with and like and may like enhances your life experience, but it shouldn't be your everything, you know? And but that was that's been a hard journey for me to get there. So before Koi answers, I just want to say, like, this is a really important question for me as a single person because I'm just like, I don't really know what I can get out of a relationship, you know? Yeah. Like, have so. you have you ever been in a relationship? Yeah, yeah, I've been in a couple. Oh, well, then why yeah. you wild? You know? Huh? Why are you wild? Then you know. Uh, I, mean, yeah. I guess I feel like I was in those relationships for the wrong reason. You know, it's mm. just like dating to date, like um, yeah. like being in a relationship to be in a relationship, like to not be alone, you know? So yeah, I'm, right. I think I'm looking oh, wow. for reasons beyond that, you know? That's you right. have a better grasp as to what you want now? No. No. Well, I mean, <laughs> shit. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out at some point. No, I'm, I'm definitely still like, you know, like figuring it out. Like when yeah. I bought this house, I was like, I realized like the way that I should date should be the way that I bought a house where it's like I meet people. Well, mm-hmm. I guess so I meet houses, right? And then I write down <laughs> exactly what I like about this house you and are. like what, you know, like, okay, so I meet this from a house. So like I went to like, you know, like 20 to 30 houses and mm-hmm. each house I'm just like, I like this, I like this, I like mm-hmm. this. It needs this. It's missing this. And that's, I feel like that's the way that I should like date but i'm just you know i, I disagree like that's to what you were saying so i disagree too for this reason so like like with dating apps you kind of like are looking for mm-hmm. your someone's like nope you're wrong you're wrong mm-hmm. when i first met my girlfriend we did not like each other at Damn. all how like, did y'all meet college <laughs> she like just like literally fought all the time and then like i don't know how we ended up like continuously gravitating toward each other anyways we taught each other it was like looking in a mirror we didn't mm-hmm. like each other because we showed each other parts of ourselves that we didn't want to see mm-hmm. so she ended up being someone that was like really instrumental in me growing the things that i'm looking at aren't like facetious things it's not like oh he has to be taller than like six feet like that's yeah. not something i need it's like someone who supports the fact that you know i have a podcast like someone yeah. who's like liking my posts and sharing them like mm-hmm. things like that that i like notice that you know like you know it's just different like deeper level things it's not yeah. just like and surface I, it's know? like criteria for you like you want yeah, yeah. and i do think yeah. it's important to know what those kind of like yeah. hard stops are for mm-hmm. sure so i guess Koi, you're the last one. Too. Oh well i mean obviously i'm in agreement with shelby in terms of supplemental because i value individualistic qualities of relationships a lot mm-hmm. um i don't like the idea of being attached at the hip mm-hmm. to like we have to do everything together our lives have to be intertwined to the point where it's like I can't be my own person, she can't be her own person, he or she can't be their own person. Mm. Um, so what I look for in a relationship before I get into one is just the openness of being able to be ourselves, you know, and accepting each other for who we are, whether, whatever baggage we're bringing, whatever baggage we might incur while we're in the relationship, but we're able to talk and be open about it and yeah. still be individuals. So that's something I look for in a relationship before we get into one. Um, do you guys look at every relationship as like, a means to an end in the sense that like you're looking at the long term or do you look at like are you like okay with being like okay this is it for a time or is there always like that thing in the back of your mind that's saying all right so what's the next step yeah i think that's a good i think that's a really good question i think that um i used to like i said i was like a serial monogamist like serial like and i was like 
a heavy sort of romantic mm. and i very very much subscribed to the idea of like love and like getting married like that was the goal you know like i was raised like sort of believing that was where like i should be like that's where i should be striving to go i think by nature of being uh non-monogamous i've had to like wipe that out mm-hmm. you know because because i think that sort of the like single track to marriage is like a very you know monogamous point of view and i think that if you are dating multiple people then you have to kind of like understand the idea that you like invite people into your life for what i think from i'll speak for myself i invite people into my life based on what like the connection that we have and you know kind of where we are at present and obviously mm-hmm. like we think about the future especially me and my long-term partner um but i'm not i will never sort of like shoot something down because of like i know i don't know if we'll be together in five years mm-hmm. kind of thing because of longevity right. yeah, yeah. Okay. one thing i've learned from our relationship is the idea of just showing up every day for each other not out of obligation but yeah. because of wanting to mm-hmm. um and I forgot the actual question, but I know I had that on my mind. <laughs> so can you real quick. Basically, it's like, what do you look for? Like, I'm gonna read this. You were, t- you were, you were asking, <laughs> so basically, like, um, you're like, asking about dating for the long term. Yeah, like, like are so. You, oh, are you are you yeah, dating yeah, for the future yeah. or like you dating? for Are now? you looking yeah. like? Does it have to be long term in order for you to take it seriously? Or no, basically? not necessarily. I mean, yeah. So I'm gonna go back to what I just said because that was what I was thinking about was the answer. <laughs> but it is the idea of showing up every day um, for love, not out of obligation. Because yeah, I mean. Obviously, at some point, I would like to get married, possibly, but that's not the end goal because why would we have an end goal to the relationship? You know, it should yeah. always yeah. be something. And also, like it doesn't that. end at marriage. Yeah. Like, you, once you're married, continue. you gotta keep doing the thing. Because your end goal so. is different from your intention. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, my, my intention is to, like, grow in every relationship and be challenged. And, like, I definitely gravitate towards people who challenge me and bring things mm-hmm. out of me and, like, but I also want comfort and I want to know that I'm safe. And so I think like, yeah, I don't know. The end goal isn't really, uh, again, like what even is the end goal? No. Like if it's not marriage, is it death? Is it dying together? <laughs> like, <laughs> do I, well, is it the notebook? Yeah, it's yeah. very dramatic. Mm-hmm. So I think returning to our intentions is like what grounds us in making an everyday decision. Because I also think, yeah, like the trouble with monogamy is it's like, if you're committed, like you're in this for life and there's no like fluidity of the way that the relationship moves, yeah. people change. So yeah. yeah, I don't know what the end goal is. Yeah. So do you guys want to get married? I always ask this po- question on the podcast, but you know, <laughs> here we are again. <laughs> do you guys have intentions for marriage or like, what are you, like, what are your, um, Michelle, what are you thinking? Yeah, go ahead, Michelle. <laughs> Look, my mom you look anxious. Like, oh, wait, did you place. answer the question? She didn't even answer the other question. She was sitting back. Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you said that, I was thinking of, you know that that meme, or what's that? I think it's a gif. It's like, again, a fucking gif. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I was laughing. But, um, like, dude, I, I used to really want to get married. I was engaged before. Mm, um, damn. So I, you, I really, really want, <laughs> not not to who I'm dating now, <laughs> but I used to really, I wanted nothing more than to get so married. So would you go? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, but, but so we need a timeline. Yeah. She was engaged yeah. like in high school. You were together for yeah. yeah, you yeah. can't yeah. You can't drop that engaged. bomb. Hold on. <laughs> 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 she said, "Skirt, skirt." Yeah, we can do that later. 
But um, <laughs> so, so anyways, um, my idea of marriage changed. Um, it was more like, cause you know, I've, I've been with my girlfriend for six years and we still aren't really like about to get married right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, so I don't know. I just feel like I, yeah, like if it happens, I'd be awesome. But I just feel like it's not as important as it used to be. It's not all that it, it's like, mm-hmm. calm down. <laughs> I definitely agree with that because I feel like yeah. like in high school, especially you're going to a Catholic high school, just like, I want to get married. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. marriage. Yeah. And now I'm just like, oh God, that's a long time. I want to get married like for a bit, like for purposes like, I don't know. Like when you're in the hospital, mm. a lot of times it's tricky if you're not married to that person. Like mm, things like yeah. that, when it gets down to the wire, it would be great to have that certificate mm. and that paperwork saying that we're married, especially because, you know, like just dealing with having kids and stuff mm. like that. Um, but other than that, <laughs> it's, it's really okay. Other than Michelle's chilling. What about the couple? <laughs> All right, so next question. We have, can I say we, I have a Pinterest board, right, of a forest wedding, but we've also talked about having, like, a non-traditional commitment mm. that, like, transcends the marriage, so I don't mm. know, it's a little bit of both, like, I feel like we're down, but it's also not the most important thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm down to have a wedding, right. I don't know if I'm down to have, I'm not, just I'm a, not, party. <laughs> yeah. a party, a party, I don't know, I don't know if I want to get married, but I'm down to have a wedding, because weddings are dope, right. and I enjoy them, and a honeymoon, obviously, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we share the same view in terms of like, if we if marriage is in the picture, we would have a similar uh, viewpoint of what it would look like. But in terms of like getting married, married, I like fiance more <laughs> married, than husband and wife. Yeah, I that mean, is a lot cuter yeah. to say. Fiance is sexy. Well, I don't know, actually, fiance we, we kind of dropped off saying that. Yeah, we, we said, said it for a little bit. Wait, are y'all engaged? Were Wait, they engaged? On, what the is that why they wanted to talk about him? <laughs> we about to do it right now, it's, the fuck? No, it's so oh my god, there's an engagement on the podcast. Party <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, next week. Let's go. It's so non-traditional. You guys cannot like... see it, but Koi is on one knee right now. <laughs> right. Oh my god, I got the crying. ring in my pocket. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, yeah, we're very non-traditional when it comes to yeah. like that whole idea of a structure of like being married. I mean, wait, but at one point like... you you said that you were yeah. you were fiancés. Uh huh. Okay. I think someone proposed to someone else. No. We both oh, okay. said we talked vows. About yeah, we had we vows. Said yeah. vows but Damn, I y'all think... serious? <laughs> it was like vows plus intentions. Yeah. Like I wouldn't. I wasn't like the point. Like oh, like I'm gonna be with you forever. Yeah. You know exactly. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like. Yeah. I'm gonna be with you forever. That, hey, that's how the priest will say. It. Like you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. We had intentions in terms of like life goals, yeah. right? Yeah. And like, we both agreed that we are the other person that the person wants to do life with, yeah. right? Like. I don't even know how to put it, but I feel like that's just kind of where we are. Like, I want you in the long run, but maybe, I don't know, long term, like, also sounds kind of weird. It is weird. Because, like, how long is that term? Yeah. <laughs> I think y'all just have an issue with time. Like, yeah, you just, time. Like, it feels, well, it feels okay, so time, time doesn't yeah. exist anyways. It's man-made. It feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting that you guys, like, talk about, like, being life partners. Yeah. And then you talk, like, Koi was talking earlier about, like, you know, you just wake up every day hoping yes. that, like, you're still, like, you still have the same intentions with that person. But then yeah. when you guys get to the long term, you're like, yeah. oh, no about that. You know, it's, like, it's, it's interesting to have that, like, dichotomy. Yeah. It's just I'm hard, definitely man. afraid to commit to saying long Term yeah. because I think that leaves like then there's not enough room for us to change our minds. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think p- 
part of our relationship like over the last two years like we've been long distance we've we've gone through a lot of different changes and mm-hmm. so i think like the the check-ins are necessary for us for sure. you just have oh, to keep wow. asking yeah. for sure yeah. keep checking in and right now I want to, st- I, like, what do we have? Like, we have, like, one-year renewal, like, on our anniversary. Yeah. You ask me, you're like, yeah. so you want to do are this for another good? year? And yeah, I'm like, yeah, good. let's see. Let's check in in a few months. Yeah, let's see I mean, that makes sense. You have to renew your insurance every year, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's real. like that, right? I mean, just to add one more point is, like, having this conversation with other people who kind of view relationships as, like, an end goal or, like, a marriage or anything like that, saying that we show up every day and saying that, you know, sometimes our minds will change and maybe we'll not want to be together one day and like I think we're comfortable with that yeah and a lot people, of people are like what I'm scared like oh my god yeah, yeah. 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 but it's like, like the idea of attachment yeah. is something that will ruin your life yeah because yeah. um, we've both exactly. struggled with that in yeah. other relationships for sure exactly so so. I think mm-hmm. what you're getting at is important because what you, what you were saying is that like it's good that you two sort of like have vocalized that because mm-hmm. regardless of whether you vocalize it or not it's the fucking reality of that's it. the truth you know like you can like you can say that you and this person are going to be together forever but that doesn't it doesn't mean anything yeah. you know because like people's no people's minds change like i was if you would have asked me when I, in my first relationship that lasted four years whether or not me and this person were going to be together forever i would have said absolutely 100 mm-hmm. percent. yeah and i wholeheartedly believe that you yeah. know and but it just doesn't it doesn't matter right like it doesn't matter like that sort of like that sort of like at least to me that sort of statement it doesn't really mean anything i think it's almost more meaningful to be like like yo it's been a year how are we feeling like checking in on like mm. in a, on tangible things yeah and how you feel right how now. do you feel, I, do you have to you feel ju- I, just, I just have to bring up like this one joke where it's like you know okay so like you guys do the year check-ins and it's like you're waiting five months for the year check-in <laughs> so like break up <laughs> <laughs> you wait another one seven months like, like, right. you're like all right, all right. shit now lease is up i <laughs> This is crazy. It's getting, it's getting wild. Yeah. But it's interesting that you said you were scared. Why are you scared of that idea of like mm. not? Did you think you were going to be asked this many questions? Did you think that you um, were going to I thought it would be a part of it. And then like if it gets too real, I'm just like, this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the host. Yeah, but like, why do you feel scared of that idea of like checking in and like oh, and not uh, feeling like if we're married or whatever, just for the long term? Like, why does that scare you? I think it's about security. It's about mm. knowing what you have tomorrow. Mm. And I'm like a very like But it's secure never person. secure. I, I understand so that. Yes. I get Regardless it, of whether you think like, it is or not. If you're ninety nine percent there <laughs> if you're ninety nine percent there, like basically it's just like I guess it's a thing of like comfort. I forget exactly what they call it, but like someone who just likes knowing like, you know, like this is the input, this is the output, you know? Yeah. So I think that like I don't know. It would be, it would, I think it's definitely a healthy thing, but it's still like a scary thing to just be like, all right, it's so like, do you want to be with me? You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely scary as shit. So yeah, I don't know. That's not like, It's something you got to kind of accept. I guess it's like the point. negative side of that where, it, yeah. you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. that's not it's, it's tough to accept yeah. at the end of the day, but I mean, yeah. shit can <laughs> change so quickly. I like that. knowing that a dollar is worth a dollar. Like, mm. so. Um, Until the recession hits. That was, I mean, that was God Little analogy. Dollar, right. dollar, Until the recession made. hits, look. Um, I'll answer the, the marriage question real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, like, on brand for the picture <laughs> I painted for myself for my life, I used to really want to get married. Mm. Um, and then, like, if my, if, if my first girlfriend of four years, like, hadn't have broken up with me, 
um, I was I was going to propose to her like that summer. Wow. wow. You know. Um, life is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. People almost married like, yeah. in, after high school. Like, <laughs> life was actually fast. And then like um, I like had a bad breakup a couple of years ago that like really like aggressively turned me in the other direction. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like kind of in the middle where I'm like I think marriage as a concept or as like an institution is mm-hmm. horseshit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I would maybe get married to somebody one if it had a non-monogamous component and two like certainly for utility purposes of like i would really want to like adopt a child mm-hmm. and it, it's a lot, it's a lot easier single. yeah it's, it's a lot easier to adopt trendy. a child if you if you're married okay so um we're wrapping up the relationship segment um Wait, last did you ask it did you answer it what if you wanted to get married yeah you want to get oh, married yes i i would okay <laughs> Um, kind of like if I if I find the right person, then yeah. But like I don't know if that's gonna happen. So it just depends on like mm. you know the universe, life, whatever. Um, but other than that, yeah. No, I want um a surprise wedding. So mm. again, again, fuck again. Hold on, hold on. Wait, if it happens, it happens. Not, I'm not getting married. Like you surprise wedding. Wait, what? You want a surprise? What does that mean? Yeah. Like, like you want to walk into a place and there's an altar and you're like, oh, it's Mary yeah. time. I want, Simone, I want Simone to explain. Simone so, so, no, no, serious. I seriously, like, okay, so I want it to be what like, I just, fuck? I don't, I, I, if I get married, I don't want to know the day that I'm going to get married. So I just want to wake up and then now that day is a special day. What the, the fuck you talking life. about, Kobe Bryant? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, hold on. What the so fuck you talking about, Kobe Bryant? <laughs> what are you like? What? What's going so, on? All right, so say it's a surprise wedding date, right? You want to roll out of bed and then be like, are we going on a date? But put on your wedding gown. <laughs> what do you, you mean? Wear? You guys, when it happens, you'll see. I hate bet. It, hate no, it, we, we, won't, we won't see because it's going to be a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> what? Wait, so you want your partner, okay. you want your partner to be like, Wait, do you want your partner to propose to you? Do you want them Not to... Re- okay, so my issue also... So, okay, so this is where it started, all right? Like, actually, let me... Yeah, so it's like... <laughs> right. Take us to the beginning. <laughs> the beginning of it is like... Okay, so we talk about, like... We talk about intentions, right? So... <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> I'm just... I do I need to turn your mic? <laughs> um, so... I think it's stupid to propose. Not stupid. Um, True. It's... It's not actually intentional to propose because if you wanted to marry me, we'd be married right now. You're saying like, so your intention is an intention to marry me? So that's where it started, where it's like, okay, so if you want to marry me, marry me now. And I like surprises, so might as well make it a surprise wedding. Wait, I'm so confused. I feel, I just, I feel like I'm saying, because the idea of like walking into a wedding feels ridiculous, but like the idea of getting married on the spot feels kind of, in line but what if what you don't you want to think about it? No, I feel like if I'm in a relationship, then I know that I want <laughs> no. to be with you. Okay. Like at the end of the day, but yeah, for, yeah, yeah. forever. Like, what are my but forever? Why am I in a relationship? <laughs> Why are we in our own relationships? That's you guys nice have question. different intentions. <laughs> well, I feel like as communication, <laughs> I, I do want to say that I, I'm just like going back to like the like while I'm indifferent about marriage at this point in my life, when um, I hear people say my wife. Gets me going. <laughs> so. That was your. It gets the people going. Okay. Like, Thank you, It's provocative. It's provocative. Like it's provocative. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay. Let me elaborate. So I say that to say, obviously, like I like the idea because you said mm. our goals. Obviously, I would be kidding myself if I, if you know, I would, if I were to say, oh, if somebody were to ask me to get married, I would say no. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, it's something that there's feel that I have feelings about. It's mm. just. 
Yeah. You know, so I don't want it to. I don't want to make it seem like marriage is like a. But no what no. if what if your partner thinks that like you're in the right place to get married, and then you don't want to get married? Then I say no. Mm-hmm. You you walk out on the wedding that's like been. Yeah. Fifteen thousand dollars has been spent on it. And like. I really hope it's not something <laughs> like that because that's not that's not what I'm about at all. I'm very about personal relationships in general, so I think that the person that I'm with would understand that. You have like yeah. a courthouse so wedding. I think that they would know right. that I want like you know like my best friends, my parents, my grandparents, um, whoever I want there. I think that they would know that, and I think it's speaks to the fact I think that the surprise wedding it's like oh okay that's funny like what the fuck is that about but I think it speaks to the fact that I want someone that knows me mm-hmm. right. and Ooh. at the end of the day I want like I know what my intentions are yeah. in the next relationship I yeah, want so that makes sense. and I that think you're sense. also very communicative from what I've seen like you're not expecting someone to read your mind yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yes I'm just expecting someone to listen to my podcast. <laughs> that's a, t- that's a tough there. ass right there. That's the self-love right there. My partners do not listen to my podcast. <laughs> uh, tell, tell me about it. Like it, my my partner's mom. It took mom, you like four months to listen to but mine. But I listen. My partner's here. my partner's mom and aunt Look. listen to my podcast on a regular basis, but my partner does not. That sucks. Well, some po- some people aren't podcast people. Like I've, I've, you know. Hey, look, no, she's, a, she's a podcast, podcast person. <laughs> she be she's listening not, to podcasts. Just, it's not your podcast. <laughs> you might want to check in on my anniversary. <laughs> See what's going on. Yo, yeah, get that no. one lease renewal, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to say a quick thing on like, um, like the idea of like knowing somebody. I think mm. that, like, I listened to this uh, podcast <laughs> at some point. It, it might have literally just been This American Life or something like that. Mm. But someone was talking about, um, like, they, they had some guests on the show that was, like, talking about relationships or whatever. And it, they said something that really resonated with me, which is that it's, like, they're, like, sort of perpetuating this concept of, like, even if you've been with someone for so long, like, and you have this, like, really strong connection, the idea that someone can know 100% of you is just not possible. Like, and I, I feel like I really, I really subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. This person, I think they're just putting an arbitrary number on it, but he was like, I feel like like you're lucky if you find someone that knows you 60%. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, That's scary. Mm-hmm. Because like, how can someone, I mean like, does anyone feel like, does anyone in this in this panel feel like they know themselves 100%? No, definitely no, not. No, Arsa, oh, I, not no, no, so how can I know? I feel like, I don't know, I truly like 100% thinks, I think that my partner knows 100%. Of wow. me and I know 100% her. Yeah. I, and I know a lot of people might think that that's naive, but I just truly feel that way because we've literally watched each other grow up. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I probably know things about her she don't, she doesn't realize. Mm-hmm. And same for her. So, like, I don't know. I think you could know different things about, like, you know, like, versus your partner knowing about you and you knowing about yourself. Like, you can know different things, but I don't think that, like, 100% will ever really like be reached i mean at the end of the day only yeah. people can only know what you put out into the world yeah that's yeah. also true. you don't know and what someone's I think gonna become kind of like what or, michelle yeah. is saying where like they know like i'm sure that kayla i'm, I'm sorry okay that's fine i'm sure it's only been six years guys yeah. um, but i'm sure that like, kayla like so knows things about you that you don't know about yourself like different habits that you have like yeah. you don't know why they are like you just like okay so michelle does this in the morning and like it's something that's not conscious to you but right. like she knows that you know Ooh, that's the thing we check in so mm-hmm. like she'll sit me down she'll be like i don't know if you know this about yourself <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but you need to know this so that's why i feel i'm, I'm hyper 
aware because yes. I not only know myself, mm-hmm. I have this this woman who I'm <laughs> living with who also knows me like very very well and mm-hmm. surfaces things that I, sometimes I don't even want to know about mm-hmm. myself. So mm-hmm. I just know I think I know too damn much about myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah, hundred percent. It's hard to know about somebody. I mean, I don't think I know. I definitely don't know 100% about you. That's for sure. No, you're constantly confused. Yeah, 100%. Every day we talk, I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? Remember yeah. that Uber driver we had? When oh. he, was, he was like... Yes, oh my... <laughs> this man. He was like... Were y'all Uber together? He was like... I don't know what he the man was saying. He gave some number. He was like, you need to be... You need to spend 24 hours with somebody for the next seven years to say you know them. Basically, like, 10%. Like, he was breaking it down wow. into, like, numbers. He was, like, a yeah. numbers. I was yeah. I wasn't I trying to hear all that. And I don't that, believe but that. But you I don't, were listening. Bro, he, like, quit, he, like, he, like, quit like his job to become an Uber driver and just give off philosophy to us. Yeah, he was giving us a lot of information. He was just he talking was so much. Like, and I was like, you I know what? I kind of respect it. because He was just talking shit. Right. But he was trying to make it about, like, quantity. Like, how much you can actually qualify. And I don't believe in, like, hard numbers like that. I just don't. I just. I just There's believe, a lot more subjective things. Yeah, yeah. I just believe in the concept. I believe that like you just you can't expect someone to know you through and through when you don't like. I feel like it's yeah. hard to know yeah. yourself through and through. But like, whatever. Yeah. I don't no, think it, I don't I, think it really I matters agree. to me. Like, yeah. I mean, do you really not to know 100 of the person? Right. Yes. Like, yeah. I, that's the more important question. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So last thing in our relationships category are gender roles. Do you guys feel like there are gender roles in your relationships? Or do you like hold up specific gender roles for, you know, genders? <laughs> I think this is gonna be an interesting conversation. Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. It is for sure. <laughs> so who wants to be arguing first? Yeah. Yeah. Especially because especially because Simone before this podcast started said I don't ask people on dates. Yeah, which is interesting. That is, that's, I mean, that is a very I think that, okay, so gender I guess role. I'll start out. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, Simone. Yeah, so I'm like, I think I'm very traditional with g- gender roles. Um, I would like to be like asked out, taken out, you know, like, um, yeah, just catered to kind of, you know, it's like, it's not like I'm coming like, you know, to the date and I'm going to be like, you know, boring and not putting in my best foot, you know, it's like, I'm going to yeah. look pretty. I'm going to do my part. And all you got to do is, you know, pay for pay. it. Exactly. Yeah. Pay for it and have good conversation. And ask. And ask. Yeah, that's, that's not. That, let's I mean, not. Let's not wash over part, that. Right? No. And ask. No. Um, it is not the easy part. Wouldn't know. I never asked a man out in my life. <laughs> okay. I love that. Wouldn't know. I mean, do we even really talk about gender roles in our relationship? Do we talk about it? Yeah. No. Do we live it sometimes? Yes. Sometimes, yeah. I know I do a lot of emotional labor, but I think that's also just, well, that's I don't want to say of, it's my personality. I also want to say of it's how I've been do. conditioned, yeah. but I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I do a lot of emotional labor for sure, um, but we all, we've, I don't think there's ever really been a time not to like throw you under the bus that you've ever fully paid. Like we always- oh, psh- I'm not, yeah. He's shameless. About it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. We've always been 50 50 with it. Look, is whether it's the first date, the 20th date, unless I'm coming into it like I'm going to pay for the whole thing, we're splitting it regardless. Yeah. And I like that because I think in my previous relationships, I noticed imbalances. Mm. So in our relationship, like balance is really important. Yeah. And balance doesn't always mean equity either. Like I think that definitely changes. But definitely yeah, I don't know. I feel like the emotional labor is mostly me. The money is both of us. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you feel you do that is like more Can I saturated? Just, I just want to 
jump yeah, in real quick. I don't mind paying for things, but I'm not splitting checks. So if I'm paying Why? for it, I'm paying for the whole thing. Because yeah. I feel like if we're splitting checks, we're just friends. Interesting. So. Yeah. For I why? Mean, yeah. <laughs> I want I want yeah, why? But my question is why? If you're both showing up to the date as two separate people, why That's is one person paying for the whole thing? And because why do you feel like you're friends if you're splitting? It? Right. I am also so curious because it's like, do you Because okay, then what is the difference totally between different. dating and having friends? Nothing. Nothing. The sex. The sex. Well, yeah. But you can also you can also be friends and have sex. I have a lot to say about that actually. That is so. Mm-hmm. I also have a lot of. Well, okay, let's finish that topic okay. first, right. and yes. then we'll oh, like gender roles, and then we'll go oh, into like roles. pain and stuff. Yeah. I mean, honestly, on my end, I don't think like I have an overly masculine role in our relationship whatsoever, unless I'm like telling you to relax. <laughs> That's really. Right. It. Please don't tell but, me that. Ever. <laughs> 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 no, it's it's when shit's like really like just like yeah. all right, just take a step back. Not even like the point. It's is true, relax. Though. It's like the whole of like take a step back, look at the whole picture, like yeah. just try and examine everything more strategically instead of like just being ruled by your emotions. Exactly. So yeah, it might sound shitty to come out that way, but it is true. Like if you take a step back when you're feeling like emotionally overwhelmed, it is easier to kind of evaluate the situation that's yeah. at hand yeah so that's the only time i really feel like i'm really in the traditional male mm-hmm. uh yeah. gender role but other than that i think we're pretty split in terms of how we interact because i feel like we're both comfortable with like masculine and feminine energies mm-hmm. like within us so there's no like exaggerated i like that you said that because yeah. everybody has their masculine energy. exactly exactly Exactly. Go ahead, yeah. Michelle. Is you or DeAndre if you're ready? Yeah. I thought you were about to yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm good at talking. <laughs> I talk a lot. No. Um. Yeah, I think that we. I think that all of my partners and me are very like aware of gender roles and are and like are constantly sort of like trying to check on when they're playing a role and mm-hmm. if if they're playing a role if it's like a malicious role mm-hmm. you know for example um i like really i think one of my love languages is paying for things or buying things or like giving someone gifts in that way mm-hmm. and i'm sure that it has a lot to do with how i was raised and where i was raised um but i think that it's also yeah, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, you know? So I think the way that I've mitigated that is, like, when I go on especially first dates, I'll just ask, like, yo, are you cool with me paying for this? And if someone says no, then we split it. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely don't pay for every date. Um, I definitely haven't even paid for every first date I've been on. And once we get deeper into the relationship, I, it definitely becomes a, I think, a more, like, balanced situation in terms mm-hmm. of paying. Um I think that I am, like, I personally try to be very conscious about, like, emotional labor and things like that. Um, as someone that spent a large portion of, like, my life not well not well in tune with my emotions, mm-hmm. but well in tune with other people's emotions, I'm, like, I'm, like, yeah, just, like, constantly trying to, like, be, make sure that that's kind of a fair thing. But, um, yeah, sometimes I pay for things. And also, I'm, I, if, I think, I think a lot about just like how much each person makes mm-hmm. and like income and things like that and <laughs> like like significantly more right so, mm-hmm. so okay well there we but the only reason i say that is because like is because like 
if we are like if we want to do something or go somewhere or like mm-hmm. go on a date and like it's like maybe more expensive and i know that and this, this is like a pretty recent thing i recently got a new job that like started paying me a lot more yeah um congratulations thank you um it's complicated <laughs> <laughs> but then in those cases i'm like it, and obviously like gender plays into how much you get paid too but like i'm like mm-hmm. i'm like yo i'm like i make more than you like let me, let me just pay for this like, yeah. it's not a big deal and um so yeah so the answer is like yes they're definitely present and i think that we're always just trying to figure out when they're present and how they're present and like if that's a bad thing or not mm-hmm. but i do i do like heavily disagree with the, the like the like who should ask who out role that's fine. I, I feel like, <laughs> okay, like oh. so I, I feel like my um, opinions are very problematic until I explain them. But maybe they're still problematic after. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. So, so okay. Um, when I was talking about like the inequalities that are in dating in general, mm-hmm. I feel like that's where it comes from. Like, oh, so you ask and you pay because of like you were saying, like men get paid differently than women. Mm-hmm. So it's like naturally, you know, I feel like. You're probably making more. Just you out here? Y'all. It's beautiful. I just have a house. Look, I don't. I don't own. See, you spend shit. your money on dates, so. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so I think that like that is part of it. But also, it's like I, I don't know. I think that one of my love languages is gift giving, as far as like giving gifts to other people and then like receiving gifts so you know like going on a date that is like a gift so i appreciate Mm. that but also like i was saying like i won't split a check like if i'm gonna pay i'm gonna pay for the whole thing because like that's my way of showing that i care are you willing to pay though on the first yeah i'm not on the first date no Mm. because i feel like that's the man's job i don't know i can't (laughs) break myself from that i'm sorry i can't like it's just it's that's the thing um if i like i feel like the third date is when you can possibly pay. When you can possibly spend money. Thinking yeah. about, thinking about. But like, <laughs> and, and Simone, I love you so much, but that's wild and titled. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Because you don't, like, no one deserves to be paid for, for like, bankrolled for two dates. Like, yeah. And I mean, like, regardless of who you are and your gender and like, whatever, like, and like, even just like being, being cognizant of uh, just like income. Yeah, right? I mean, like, like I want to be able to, to go go on dates with people, but I may not have a ton of money. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm <laughs> yeah, not saying no, you I have agree. to spend a bunch of money on me. I'm like, I would, I'd be fine with like going on any like date that you would take me on. I'm not saying like, oh, the date has to cost this much. And yeah, you know, but like, you if, but you said yourself that a date to you is dinner and mm-hmm. yeah, that's the pre date and the date. Yeah, but dinner in D.C. is expensive. We're at seventy. Why bucks do we have to go least. in D.C.? Because we live here. <laughs> oh, so you can only go to dinner where you live. Wait, wait, hold on. What's well, going on? Where, 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 are, you, question, where like, are you going to dinner? So it, say, say you met somebody who lives in Baltimore. You go up to Baltimore for dinner or you would have them come down? No, I always bring myself to the first date. Oh, like meet them. Yeah. Okay. But like, but wait, so are you saying that like you, we should drive to somewhere cheaper and have dinner there? If that's what you would like. I'm open. Like, I'm very open to, like, mm. dating and, like, meeting people where they are. It's not like I'm saying, like, like I, like I said, there's not, like, a quantity. It's, like, it's just yeah. saying that, like, your intentions are set. When you pay for that date, your intentions are set. You're interested in me. You mm. like me enough to pay for me. And now I know. But but are those expectations communicated to the person you're going on a date with? They should know if they're asking me. But that's, that's not. But I mean, like, okay, different. so then, then we get to the end of the date and you're like, so should we split the bill? And I'm like, okay, so we're friends. 
That's not fair. Yeah. How is it not fair? Because you're projecting that onto No, because them. it's it's not fair to project it on me either. Project what onto you? To be like, oh, you have to pay for your first date. Like, we just have different, we have different ways of, like, seeing dating. Okay. So, like, we wouldn't date each other because I'm not splitting that chance. Right, yeah, but so, I'd be like, all right, so. Those are different. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't, I don't know what the, you guys want me to do because, like, these are just my standards. Well, are you, but my question is, are you going to make this clear when you go on this date? Because not everybody who's going to go on the first date is going to pay for your food. Yeah, that's it. It's even if they, then we're even friends. If, even if we like you, so you're saying that you're saying that if someone no, she's saying that even if they can like her all she wants, <laughs> but if they are not liking her enough to pay for the date, that it is what it is. I, she that, can I, under, find I understand else. that, but the idea is that like money spent does not equal yeah. how much someone likes you. I was gonna, yeah, how are you gonna equate monetary value to emotions? Well, like I said, it's not a quantity thing. It's not like a relationship like that it's like right. oh this is a gift that you gave me uh-huh. i appreciate that so i know that you're serious about dating me so you see a date as a gift okay that makes sense because like sometimes you i said see... that yeah, yeah, yeah no i'm just just trying to understand but i don't really see dates as gifts per se i see dates as like in terms of oh are we going to continue you know because we can go on a first date and it can be shitty but i don't want to pay for the whole thing because it's like the date was bad so it's why, like, okay, why, so my question is like, for, why for aren't you paying for the first date? I mean, like you are, like you said, which some, is like some, why I would say like, I don't I am. see, like, I don't understand why you see an issue with me saying that because, I would like, Because you know. it's about, so like what, what I was saying is like, I ask because I know that there's a dynamic there. There's a mm-hmm. power dynamic there. Like, and I think the asking for, at least, at least for me, on my end makes all the difference, right? For you, it's an expectation of like whether or not this person likes me. If this person likes me, they need to pay for me. But that one is not a communicated expect- expectation. Mm-hmm. And two isn't really fair because not everyone has, has money I mean, like, like how that. disgusting would that sound? Like, oh, do you want to go on a date with me? Yeah, are you paying? But if it's disgusting to say, then how is it not disgusting but, to like, That's just how that. it's structured, though. Like, it's structured inside of you, too. What do you mean? Like, you, you said, like, the way that you were brought up, you know that you're supposed to pay for the first date. Or at least yeah. you know to ask now know. that there are like different standards. Yeah, I know that, that I know that that's how it's socialized, but like, I think that there's a, there's a difference because of like the speaking it into existence, right? And like the expectations. Like I I pay for someone's date because I want to, but I've been on first dates where I have not paid, and we have went on second and third dates and had a great mm-hmm. time. But if this person like if if this person was just like in their head sort of assuming i think that even and i'll have to check with her i think even me and my second partner like we split i think on the first date and we are very much together and having a good time now mm-hmm. and but if she held that belief system then i just wouldn't have known and number one do you think they know do i well i asked her well i mean like do you think the men that i know are just like that i'm dating are just like oh like she just expects me to pay for everything so it's like you didn't know. So like it's not like any anyway. So I feel like when you like so I don't ask people on dates. When you ask someone on a date, I feel like you should be paying for the date. You're asking for my time. That is like my time. So But they're also sacrificing their time as well. Yeah. How do you and um Michelle and Shelby feel about this? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I have like I have a lot of feelings about it because I think like looking at it from like a transactional standpoint like I can definitely understand why a lot of women see dates as being you know like they the person you're going on the date with pays and you are showing up and you're offering like the beauty and the allure and like 
I can kind of understand that and in a form it is like sex work like it's a transaction and you are offering like your feminine wiles and like it's very traditional in that way and so I can understand that but I think I don't know it's all about communication for me so if I'm not like I'm gonna use I because I don't want to speak for you but like if I'm not communicating something I can't be upset when somebody doesn't meet those expectations and I definitely don't think that you are like upset with people when they don't meet those expectations you're just kind of like okay like next that's not it that's not it um and if you know that is your approach and that is what you are comfortable with like who am I to say anything about that but I definitely think communication is the biggest thing because like nobody is a mind reader and I think it's really fucked up to have like this expectation that people are willing to just like meet all of your needs all the time without like giving anything without having it be an exchange um so yeah I don't know I'd say like do you just continue communicating and like being honest and I definitely feel like you have like you're a romantic and I do hope that someone is able to meet those standards because like hearing other men say like oh no one's gonna want to do that no one's gonna want to pay like that sucks that sucks having men tell you like this is what it is and you're just being too romantic and like yes there's give and take yes communication is important but those are your standards those are that is the vision of love that you have and like if it's rooted in love and honesty i think that's all there is to it <laughs> oh god just like looking at you <laughs> um, uh i i agree with you um so i was actually having this conversation with my mom the other day um but basically there is someone out there for everyone. Mm-hmm. There's men out there who want nothing more than to just like than to to you know to wine and dine their 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 woman. There's women out there actually who want to you know be the main person paying for everything with their man. So I just feel like you should hold on to everyone should hold on to what they want and they shouldn't let go of it because someone is out there that will give you exactly precisely what you want. You just have to keep living and find that person yeah mm-hmm. so i don't i agree with you <laughs> hey girl get them dates if somebody don't want to die go ahead right <laughs> um so the last section that we have Damn, is breaking already. up uh, <laughs> um so what is your like um what's your go-to breakup method i feel like everybody has to have one right i've never broken up with uh, anybody Oh damn! <laughs> Sorry to hear that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say a go-to method. I mean, my my shit changes, but <laughs> my shit changes. You're flexible. I be switching. Yeah. I, you know, an actual method. Method. I I couldn't give you one to be honest. Like, how do y'all? How do y'all have a method? Of how you break up with people? I've only broken up with one person in my life. I've only broken up. Never mind. Uh, Shelby, do you have one? It's definitely like crying and being like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's my Pisces uh, it moon like ass too, you know, yeah. right now. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I've never been broken up with. I always do the breaking up. And it's nice. always out of wow. me just being Must like, be I nice. can't do it. I can't. Like, nice. It's dramatic. And yeah, I'm at least it's honest, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Breaking, breakups, um, in my, like in my brain, when someone breaks up with me, I have to think of it as they're dead. 
because I have to stop myself from like contacting them or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So the only way to do that is they're dead, which makes it mentally Mm -hmm. hard as well because Mm -hmm. it's like losing someone. Mm -hmm. You're going through grief. I literally went through the stages of grief Mm -hmm. after a breakup. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I've never broken up with anybody. I've I've ended a situationship, but oh, I, yeah. I don't I don't think that really counts. I mean, cool. I, I don't think I have I've I've broken up with one person, but I think that like that was on the phone. I feel like that might be the best method. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay, because I can't. I don't think I can like. I feel like I can be drawn back in if I'm in like if I'm face to face, then I can be drawn back in. But like on the phone, it's just like okay, I can do this and then hang out. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've broken up with a few people, um, and it's always been through phone. I've never been wow, able to wow. do it. Wow, wow. I've never been able to do it in person. Damn, y'all, yeah. y'all yeah. scummy low key. Yeah, I mean, it just. Like, <laughs> Sorry. It's just, it's, yeah, it's always been over phone. Um, well, except for high school. And that's different. And the, <laughs> that's a whole different story. Because <laughs> all y'all were there for that. But um, yeah, post high school, yeah, it's always been over the phone. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Either because we weren't in this, like, it was long distance or I was just like, we can't, I don't want to break up with you in person. I because, just can't. Yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's the break up on the phone, delete the photos off of Instagram, unfollow them on Damn, all social you go, media. You go, you go take off day. the old photos? All in one day. All in one day. Yeah. That's actually um, my next question was, you what is your breakup routine? Oh, that, that, there it is. There you go. Um, I always spend too long, uh, like reminiscing and then I, um, eventually I'll, I'll, unf- I'll like mute the person. Mm-hmm. on the socials um and then i yeah i just feel really sad <laughs> for feel that. for however long yeah i feel like i just stay in bed for a couple days <laughs> <laughs> but i don't actually i don't unfollow people or block people or anything because i feel like um like well kind of like the opposite of what michelle was saying where it's like i have to be prepared to see you again kind of like i have to know that you exist and know that i have to deal with that so. Yeah. It's like this because I don't be going anywhere. <laughs> so like, I don't think the chances of me seeing these people um, are very, very slim. Because you're not, so. you're just not gonna like. I'm not leaving the house, right? right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. After yeah. this, right? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, I definitely am like a. I've definitely tried to get people back before. Mm. That's tough. I've definitely tried to get people back before. That's tough. That's tough. tough, man. Yeah, no, I um I definitely try to get my first girl back. I think I de- yeah, I definitely try to get my second girl back too. Yeah. Um it's, it hasn't worked. <laughs> Are you still working towards <laughs> No, but like in, my efforts in the past have never panned out. Yeah. I, yeah, I do the clean break and it's like there's yeah. no going back. I need to I need to get better at that. I haven't yeah. been broken up with in a while, but in the next So you one, guys are all like blockers and like I'm Well, I don't block blockers. them. I just unfollow them. Block yeah. someone. I don't I never yeah, I never block them. I'm a, I'm well, a solid muter. Yeah. Mm. I'm a solid muter. Like I follow her on my end. Yeah. I, like I said, I mean the person broke up with me, so I don't think <laughs> <laughs> like for me to block them would be a bit like a bit extra. No, I broke up with you. <laughs> no, I broke up with you. So, <laughs> so last, I guess last question. Um, I have a. Well, you never answer the question. We can get into some unstructured. What's your, what's your breakup routine, Simone? Right. Yeah, I just said it. Oh, you said I literally it. just said. Oh, it. that was your routine. Oh, oh laying in bed, in bed for a couple days. Right. Okay, yeah, I know that was the routine. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just like sad for a little bit, and then um, I don't know. I feel like I probably just like hang out. Um, 
Re- you know, like reach out to friends, like hang out with them more, like you know, yeah. fill that hole. So, how do you think, like, just in ju- we kind of touched on this before, but I'm gonna just bring it back. Um, I forgot what the like the subject of the actual conversation was, but just like how do we view relationships, like what tier we put that person on. Because there's always this conversation on Twitter. Which comes first? Your girlfriend or your best friend or your mom? <laughs> but, so I'm leaving the mom part out first. of this. But like, because you said you reach out to your friends, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when a relationship ends. One, like, how do we think the friends feel about that? But two. I don't leave my friends, so they, they're, oh, they're okay. fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Some people leave their friends when they're in a relationship. I don't leave my friends. So, like, do you guys like feed into that? Like, who comes first, your friends or or your, you know, what I'm saying? Like, I think there's a good. I say my friends, they they be there longer. So, you know, like at the end of the day, you got to go with who's who's been there the longest and like, um, what it would mean to you if you lost that person. Like, someone you've been dating for six months is probably not worth a ten year friendship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I mean we didn't get into this. We like touched on this, but I don't really subscribes to the idea that there's like that much difference between a best friend and like yeah. a romantic partner mm-hmm. um so i don't like prioritize one over the other i mean like mm-hmm. i think that i mean i, I well i guess that's probably a lie because i see my partners more than it, like on a more consistent basis than i see anyone else but um i'm definitely someone that like wholeheartedly believes that you should be preserving friendships just in general yeah and not like and not like because if you if you're just like leaving your friends when you get someone then like what be happy. what did you like what did you like like were you ever like really friends with these people yeah. i don't know i feel like we've encouraged each other to like strengthen relationships outside of ourselves mm. like we go to brunch with your mom and like i feel like we go out we go out with your parents <laughs> yeah um, i mean you and Dwayne are tight <laughs> yeah we're best friends yeah he, and my he dad gave are me friends. his I think his second best whiskey when I was there. Yeah, and I also yo when <laughs> yo second when your best. partner's dad gives you the fire whiskey uh, that Bro, Japanese I, hibiki. I, I, I oh, the hibiki! The hibiki! The, the, the hibiki! Like, the ice cube. It was like four hundred dollars. Yes, I drank that. I was fucked up for like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Wayne, you're the man. Yes. Yeah, I, I love you. I right? feel like we've encouraged each other to like preserve our friendships and like also remember that we're friends first well not first but like that's a big part of our relationship too is that we're friends and that we're not just romantic partners partners. that brings up like okay so i guess that was my last question we can kind of like break down into just like um wrapping up this conversation um but i do have one more question first um so like as far as dating like do you make sure because i know this is something that i like have an issue with is like um going on dates with someone but like not really building a friendship first so it's like our purpose is like dating like the reason that we met and the reason that we hang out is because like we're dating or other things Mm -hmm. um and i wanted to ask like do you guys like how do you manage that like do you how do you manage like building a friendship while you're dating (laughs) i think that <laughs> I mean, that's a difficult question. It's a good question. It's a good question. It was a hard question. I think that I I think it your answer is like drastically involved by or drastically affected by well, sort of like if you're like siloing people or not, you know? Um I do I do I mean to be to be fair, I do like glean a lot of clarity from like knowing whether this is a date or not. Mm-hmm. I think that's important for me. Yeah. But also um when I'm on a date, the things that I do 
or the things that I or the way that I present myself just aren't that different from how I present myself to my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me, it's like about authenticity mm-hmm. and like trying to not be performative. Um, and I think that if I'm feel, if I'm like being authentic and like not trying to put on a show about romance or whatever and like being communicative, then for me, I feel like both of those things are like kind of growing parallel to each other when I'm dating somebody. Um, okay, so I look. I have two sides of looking at this. First side is I do want to be my partner's. We we are each other's best friends. We're best friends. But then on the other hand, it's like when we're dealing with issues, it's like don't talk to me like I'm one of your little friends. <laughs> you have to be a little bit more gentle with you. I always say to myself like, mm-hmm. think about how you would talk to your boss. How are you gonna? God no, I'm damn! Serious. Would you talk Jesus. to your boss how you're talking to your girlfriend right now? Okay, you need to check yourself. Mm. So I think that you just need to be like very like hold them on a different like you know they're in like a little glass vase and they're like a little rose. And I think you should treat them as such. Okay. <laughs> I want to say analogy. just like a, a small input with like your analogy also is that when like people um. With a, involving self-talk which is like kind of related to relationships i guess but maybe mm. not like would you talk to your friends the way that you're talking to yourself and I if you wouldn't do that, that then i'd be kicking my ass yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so mean to myself okay then <laughs> like you gotta you gotta treat yourself as a friend <laughs> have you seen have you seen the meme of like of like when i'm trying to figure out who to blame for all my problems and it's like a mirror yeah. <laughs> Right. It's me dapping me up. But yeah, if you, I guess you guys already talked about your friendship and relationship. Cool. Yeah. So, are there any? Like, oh, you did or you didn't? I don't remember. He doesn't think they did. Oh. Yeah, we touched on a little bit. I mean, I was just gonna say that, like, some. No, I mean, honestly, sometimes, like, this is me being truthful. I treat some of my relationships a little bit more friendly than I do romantically. And I think, I don't know where that comes from, but um, I just like to try to have a balance, but most of the time it turns into like me being more friendly being being a romantic thing. And sometimes, most of the time it's an issue because it's like, oh, do you see me as a friend or like a partner? And I'm like, well, I want you to be both, but sometimes mm-hmm. I don't really know how to balance those. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does become difficult sometimes. I just don't know how to act different. I mean, besides like, like we cuddle and we smash and like we're we're communicative, but yeah. like, but like I, I, I don't cuddle or I don't smash all of my friends. Oh. I smash some of my friends, oh. <laughs> but but yeah. but but like, I think that communication is important in any relationship. So mm-hmm. I do. Well, you know, we kept having this conversation about like what's the difference between like a lover and a friend. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I, I talk about decisions like big life decisions with my partner. You know what I'm saying? Like kids and just mm-hmm. when I'm about to take a new job or like moving to different places I'm not gonna talk to my friend about that mm-hmm. like cause it's like what does this have to do with you <laughs> so I just think that your partner is more like a life like you guys have a job life is the job and you guys are both colleagues in the same department on working on the same project versus a friend you guys work at the same company maybe but you're in two different departments you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. if you call out and never come to work, it's not going to affect that person that works in a totally different department. Mm. So that's True. what I'm saying. Like, it's different. Friends yeah. friends are different than lovers in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Have a disagree. But I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
So, I mean, like, do you guys have any um, closing thoughts about just, like, relationships, dating, advice for anybody? Um, just different, like, just your one lash spiel about, like, relationships, basically. And we can argue now. We can, we can argue now. We've been more, arguing. more, more. We've been arguing the whole time. <laughs> I totally disagree with everything else. I'm kidding. You know, just let it happen. You know what I'm saying? No, just just let it happen. No, seriously, honestly, just like you know, but don't get too caught up in in things like, you know marriage i mean if that's what you want cool but i'm saying like don't get caught up in it because mm-hmm. it's gonna things will happen if there's supposed to happen like yes you have to put in work but like <laughs> what you want will happen i hope that came off okay <laughs> yeah, no I, I agree and i'll expand on that is that like relationship shouldn't be laborious i mean yeah there's work but if you're showing up to it like it's a nine-to-five job every day <laughs> something's wrong somewhere i don't know where it is but it should be it should be as enjoyable as it is kind of like as, as, a, as a, not only say the job, but there is work, but it should be more enjoyable than as a job. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And I think relationships are just the means to like understand another person as well as to understand yourself and having acceptance for people. Like people are going to be who they're going to be. You can't control them. You can't project onto them. And like, yeah, you learn the hard way and it shows you a lot about yourself. Um, so yeah, I think you come to love people for who they are, for who they're not. And then it helps you have more self-compassion for yourself uh i think i have like two things one is that i think love is more important as a verb Mm. i think you should be i think you should be actively like loving somebody and like making decisions that feeds into that and i think that just as importantly if not more importantly you should feel like you are being loved by your partner and if that isn't the case then something needs to change just Mm -hmm. straight up like um, and that leads us to my second point, which is that you don't have to do shit. Like mm. nothing has to happen. You don't have to get married. You don't have to follow a certain track. Like, like you don't like you, <laughs> your, your partner, like you and your partner get to negotiate your terms mm-hmm. with yourself, like within yourselves about where you want your relationship to go. And no one else has to have a part in that. Cool. <clears throat> my last thought. Mention pay for the first date. Yeah. Right? <laughs> mention, <laughs> mention pay. Still disagree, but but um yeah no just um <laughs> be friends first would be my first thing. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing, pretty much. Yeah. One more thing. Sorry. Stop. T- nope. <laughs> you Wait. looking at the camera? <laughs> you stop no. telling your friends about your relationship problems. Heavy disagree. Heavy disagree. Right? Yeah. Whoever's right. watching, heavy disagree. Talk to a therapist. Talk to your friends and talk your therapist. To talk space. Yeah. I'm just saying because once you let other people in, it's everybody's relationship now. I it's mean, is that an issue? No, yes. it's not an issue. It's not an issue. I feel like there should be some things that are between y'all, but like yes. there, like you need somebody to like somebody that knows you to bounce yeah. something off. Like, you know, what do you feel like for a therapist? Because of a relationship. Is part mm. of your life. <laughs> Classism's back Class. again. It's back again. No, Shelby was about to say something. Like, if a 
relationship is part of your life yeah. and your friends are part of your life, right? Then yeah, you should I feel be like that's part of the performance part for me is yeah. like if there's right. too many rigid boundaries yeah. on like what bleeds mm-hmm. over into what, it causes me stress. I feel like I, feel I, know like, I need to be able to communicate. Yeah, that. Absolutely. yeah. I feel like that's a recipe for to get yourself into some fucked up shit. No, it I'm is. just okay. Okay, yeah. all right. Do you not speak to your friends? <laughs> 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 well, Michelle, do you not speak to your friends about your relationship? I be not. I be not. Many moons ago, I did, and I actually regret it because it's kind of like, so say your partner, like, like, so say, okay, I'm going to switch the tables. Say I did something so bad, right? Mm. So then my partner goes and tells her friends, now they hate me, but me and my partner talk it over and we're in a good place now, but her friends still hate me. So it's kind of like, now we have another issue because the friends hate me. That's and not so that's not her issue though. I mean, that's they like, need to move on. Yeah, that's fine. Move that's, on. I moved on. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think that your friends need to be more mature about like the fact yeah. that like okay, so I trusted you with this, but then when I resolve the issue, it should be resolved with you anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. why do you have so much stake in it? But yeah. also, I think it's a, I think it's important <laughs> about like how did your partner present it because we someone off camera. Uh, and I have um, my podcast host and I have a friend that like broke up with somebody mm. and then like went on a fucking smear campaign for yeah. their ex and like legit was like, I hate my ex. You should hate my ex. And Whoa. I was like, OK, oh, bet. I hate your ex. See, and then and the then thing. and then she got back with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. That's the thing that that's the thing that we have to talk about. We have to talk about the fact that other people's opinions of someone else should not affect your opinion. It's like, damn, you feel that way about that? I disagree with that, that too. Sucks. So why are you telling them then? What's the point of telling them? To let it I, I disagree out. with that. Yeah, to let it I think the other people I mean, I think that for me, like my my friends know who I am. Yeah. And I trust them, and we have that level of trust, so their opinions do matter. Like, if all of my friends dislike someone that I'm dating, there's a problem there's there. A yeah. Like, I mean, there's why Why do you not like this person, especially when you know who I am? And I've obviously entrusted you to, like, to, like, yeah. some parts of myself. Yeah. Like, okay, why don't you like my partner? And, like, what the fuck is going on? Yes. And I think that maybe you do need your friends like as a sounding board. It's like, am I crazy? Like, am I, am I putting up with too much? Mm. Yep. So, like, when you don't tell them, it's like, you're not... I guess giving yourself that check-in kind of yeah uh, I was hiding things mm. I know that I didn't tell them because I didn't want them to see the like reality of my relationship and a lot of the things that were happening in, in past relationships were very toxic and I was ashamed of it so I didn't want to tell anybody but talking to people now is like it's necessary for me so that I you know I don't feel like I'm crazy and like just so my friends can check up on me and see what's mm-hmm. going on, especially if a relationship is a big part of my life and I'm not talking about anything that's going wrong. <laughs> They're just kind of like, okay, like I see you on Instagram, but are you good though? Like, are yeah. you okay? Nice. And so I know with our relationship, like on Instagram, like we look cool, like everything's, you know, it's beautiful, <laughs> but like we also need to talk to our friends about what's going on because like, and that's real. And if our friends no, have grudges, like yeah. that's on them, like, we're fluid and we have conversations and we move through those things but yeah I need to talk to people about it because otherwise it's all bottled up inside mm-hmm. and for what yeah, for pain obviously so Michelle blink twice if you need help <laughs> damn ladies and gentlemen oh. you hate right. to see that one um, okay, so this wraps up our dating panel. Um, if you guys would just like to um, leave your, let's see, what is it? Your social media tags. 
Um, and then any projects that you're working on that you want to share with everybody just down the line, I guess we'll start with DeAndre. Um, yeah. Um, I guess you can like follow me on social. I'm DeAndre. <laughs> My name will be on the show notes, but more importantly, I'm the co-host of I'm the villain podcast. Um, and the premise of the podcast real quick is that we're just millennials talking about how millennials are, or how we're millennials talking about how millennials are disrupting the status quo. Mm. Um, and we have guests and Simone was on it. It was. And what do we talk about? We talk communication. about communication. Yeah. yeah. Um, so check us out at I'm the villain pod on Instagram and Twitter. And that's our Gmail. And if you put in I'm the villain on Spotify and Apple podcasts or wherever, it'll come up. So yeah. Black and white logo. <laughs> just to let them know yeah black, <laughs> black white and a little bit of red a little bit of red okay. michelle all right um if you want to you can follow me um at eighth house siren on twitter um i read birth charts so if you want a reading you can dm me there um uh, that's that's about it. I mean, if you if you don't know what a birth chart is, you could uh, you could follow me on Twitter at Eighth House Siren. But just in short, if you know your sun sign, you you only need your birthday to know your sun sign. But you have a whole bunch of other like placements and signs, and um, they could tell you a lot about yourself and just like you know concrete information, like you know um, kids and work and health. So yeah, hit me up. <laughs> Um, I'm on Instagram, Floria Shelby, and I have a natural skincare apothecary, so I make smoke blends, tea blends, ritual oils. Um, yeah, the shop is opening back up on February 17th, so keep an eye out. Um, I also released a poetry book in November called Stellium Poetry. Thank you. Um, yeah, I write. Fire, by the way. <laughs> I, have, I have two copies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I write poetry, uh, I make videos, really my Instagram is my platform for everything, my Pisces moon jumps the fuck out, so you can just see like all the creativity, all my thoughts and feelings, and yeah, I'm on there, I'm also on Twitter, at Floria Satya. Yeah, um, so my Instagram is Young Palito, which means... What? Yeah, you you get it. <laughs> I mean, no, sorry, like, sorry, no. like you're uh, an MC, like yo, like yo, I'm about to hop on the stick, um... <laughs> Yeah, young Polito. <laughs> y u n g underscore p a l i t o, which means stick in Spanish. In case you need to Yo, know, at least it was with enthusiasm. One hundred and forty pounds on a good day. Um, plug. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't really have a platform to post shit about. Like, I usually post about music, longboarding, or ultimate frisbee. Um, those are really my things that I'm into right now. Wow. Your blog, the music. I know, right? The music music newsletter is called 100 Words or Less. 100 Words or Less. I put that on hold for right now because I've been busy as shit because I got a new job. But um, look out for a new video that's going to be coming out in the next couple weeks. It's going to be a longboarding video. My boy Trey is going to be taking it. Um, It's going to be in Chinatown of DC, so it'll be fire. Wow. Um, But other than that, that's really it. Cool. Thank you guys so much for being here in the conversation. I hope that you guys learned something out there. Um, if you guys would like to follow the podcast, you can do that at NTMY Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. If you would like to subscribe to the podcast, you can do that on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, or just something that you want to share, then you can send those emails to NTMY Podcast at gmail.com. 
Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you next week.